comments that we've had. We've uh, we've had one on our last episode. I know there were actually two. We picked up another one tonight, and uh, I just want to say thank you. We appreciate it. I know we're, we're uh, maybe seem a little childish, but we <laughs> we, we we really do uh, appreciate it. Um, but yeah, so you know, like, subscribe, uh, give you a little bit of heads up about what tonight's going to be. We're going to, we, me and Eric are sitting here before we hopped on doing some e-scouting in uh, Colorado and Utah. And that was spurred off of my hunt from uh, this last weekend. And we'll get into that. And then, uh, then we'll probably, we'll throw some other things in there, but just, just so if you're listening, um, stay tuned. We kind of got some, some fun topics to listen to. Hopefully we won't bore you or stretch it out too long. <laughs> but, uh, but anyways, yeah, so we'll go ahead and I'll kind of let, uh, you want to take over Eric and get on about our e-scouting adventures. Yeah, or, man. I mean, yeah, whatever. I, I, uh, I actually didn't know that we got some comments. So as you were talking about that, I, I, uh, wanted to look at them real quick and, uh, yeah, uh, I'll kind of follow up with what Joe said is thanks for the the comments, man. You know, that they're, they're, they're real important to us whenever uh, whenever we're in this growing phase. I think whenever you're a podcaster, you're probably always in a growing phase, but we're <laughs> like desperately in a growing phase. So thanks for the support. Thanks for the subscribes. Thanks for the likes. Man, we really appreciate it. I mean, that's just coming from the bottom of our heart. When we first started this uh I mean, I don't think that we, you know, you always kind of dream of the like big numbers and like, oh, you know, going to be the next big thing or whatever. But whenever uh, reality kicks in, you're like, oh, you know, well, we got to kind of break through the noise and try to get there. And I feel like I might have said something like this before, but, you know, you just get that little bit of of, um, you know, a few subscribers and a, and a few comments here and there, you know, it really kind of makes our week and really makes it worth us to keep going. So uh you know definitely inspiring us hopefully we're inspiring you through our conversation and and uh you know storytelling and stuff like that you know but but you also inspire us to keep going because of your support so uh like i said thank you guys uh with that said though yeah we me and joe we kind of got on and and uh, just started doing some e-scouting which was kind of fun and kind of was checking out both of our areas and where we were going and what we were doing which which was uh, pretty helpful. You know, Joe wanted to show me what he was seeing and we'll get into that in here in a minute. And then we tried to transfer that information to Colorado to see if we can kind of mimic uh, the same idea or where we, where I might be able to find some, some uh, activity on my side of the mountain. So, so it was pretty fun and we were kind of having fun doing it. Matter of fact, the, it was kind of got to the point where we were like, uh, maybe we should do a podcast tonight at some point, huh? So, uh, so yeah, we we got there, and and I guess leading up to that, my my hunt starts this weekend, so um, it's gonna be a little bit crazy. I'm gonna basically do two days of hunting, and then take a day off, and then do two more days of hunting. Uh, just scheduling thing with uh, sports and stuff with my kid and and uh happened to be a coach this year so so a uh, little bit of scheduling conflict there but i guess responsibilities are responsibilities so hopefully i get some good hunting in uh gonna just pound the dirt as 
hard as I can while I can and probably going to end up be tired by the end of the week. But, you know, the hard work uh, hopefully will pay off. And and uh, I don't know. I don't really have expectations of of really being I mean, if I am, I mean, great. Right. Like, I mean, opening weekend, get my bowl or a cow because I, I have it. I do have an either or. But I going to kind of do it like I used to do it and go for the bowl first. And then if I'm really having a tough time, I'll, I'll, I'll try to get a cow or try to get a cow if I can't get a bowl. But, but anyways, yeah. um, It'd be great if I could, you know, get in there and end it quick, but I'm, I'm prepared for a long, long season. And so I'm excited. I'm excited to, to get going. And uh, you know, Joe, the inspiration of Joe and all his activity that he's been seeing is inspiring me to just, you know, get out there. And I mean, it just feels like a different year for us. You know, I mean, we've been doing this uh, podcast for a little over a year. We kind of thought that we'd find success a little faster than we have, but this year just been kind of, kind of uh, keeping us charged up to keep going and, and, uh, and keep pursuing the animals. I mean, it's not like we would stop by any means, but it's definitely keeping us charged up and keeping us excited for sure. Just the, the activity that we have seen. So uh, that's pretty much, I'm trying to think if there's anything more about my hunt that I really have, but since I haven't really started yet, I guess that's about it, but pretty excited about it. You know, it, it's coming up in, couple days so i'm excited ready to get going uh with that said joe you want to kind of take it off from there and kind of sure review um, your weekend so like eric said we we were trying to transfer over what what i was saw seeing seen saw what i acquired knowledge what <laughs> how my weekend went this last weekend uh kind of through a I guess a dart at the dartboard, you know, without did some e-scouting, um, found a North slope, found a bull, like a bull, I guess, you know, a bull in the Canyon that had a finger ridge in the middle of it and, and decided that that's where I'd go up Friday and, and check out and, and, uh, and as I did <laughs> Friday night was, was pretty cool as far as like, being able to see stuff for me. Uh, I was trying to count. I think I saw at least six bulls Friday night. Well, six sightings, I guess. I don't know if they were all the same bulls, but um, yeah. So I got up to my, the spot where I wanted to get to and happened to stumble across this uh, glassing point that I could look down into. And, uh, got set up, um, didn't have my phone scope or spotting scope set up, but I get, got glassing and I looked down to this, to the drainage to my left and it's like, Oh, that looks like an elk down there. And, uh, so put the, my binoculars on, I was like, Oh, it is. (laughs) And I was like, well, I'm gonna throw out the spotting scope and put the phone scope on it and see what I can get. But by the time, I did I with the binoculars I could tell he was a good bull. Like if I had a if I was hunting a big bull tag, like this was a big bull. This was a good bull. 
And, uh, but by the time I was able to get the spotting scope on it and the phone scope on it, they would already made its way down into the trees. So I was un- unable to get good footage of it. I think I got some footage of like it, butt disappearing, but you can't see the trophy on the head, I guess, if you want to want to be uh, whatever about it. But uh, so I start, so I started glassing this finger ridge down in there and, and uh, there, and when I first got to the glassing this point though, I should say that I did see an elk disappear into the woods on the top part of this, of this ridge, but it couldn't quite make out what it is. I believed it was a bull. So I still went back glass in this, this particular part. And I happened to have the the spotting scope and phone scope set up. So I was able to this, another bull kind of made its way from like the left side of this ridge and crossed over on the right side. And it wasn't all that big of a finger ridge on this top part. So he crossed it fairly quickly, but I did get some, some footage of it. And, uh, so he disappeared on the, onto the right side and then he fed back up. And then meanwhile, I looked back down to this drainage again, and there's another bowl where this bowl was <laughs> the bigger bowl. So I put the spotting scope on him, got a little bit of footage of him and uh, he fed down in a way. So then I went back to where I saw the, this other bull <laughs> he fed back up from the right side heading back to the left side or kind of went to the center of it and i got footage of him and he starts walking down the spine of this finger ridge and disappears into the trees and then i look over again all right this probably died i'm not probably telling all the right sequence but it happened again where there's another bull down in this drainage yes. <laughs> and uh and I was like, holy cow. So he did the same thing, kind of fed down and it disappeared into the into the bottom, into the trees again. And then I look up down the finger ridge a little further and uh, there's another little bull in the little opening. And I got some footage of him feeding back and forth. And, and uh, then down to his, down to the left on the finger ridge, so it had been like an east facing slope. There's another bull that was sitting there and and he he was looking deep. I think he was looking at the bulls that fed down. And I don't know if he was looking at him, but I think he could hear him. He was looking down in the direction that those bulls fed away into. And then he fed up towards his other bull. And it got too late and I came home or I went back to the truck to go to bed. <laughs> right. But uh, so I was like, well, I'm heading down into there <laughs> come Saturday morning. And uh so I got up, headed down in there, and I was trying to play the wind. You know, I've been – I said that that's one of the things I'm trying to watch. So uh, the wind was kind of – when I first got up to where I was glass, and the wind was headed down the draw. So I was like, well, I don't want to head down just yet. And so I waited till it started blowing, blowing back up. And uh, and while I was doing that, and further around to my right, around the – around this – uh, the the bull of the mountain there, the the range, bulls bull. Am I saying I'm enough difference to distinguish, not lose people? <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm keeping up with you. I think so, though. I think I think you're doing a good job. And so I look around, and then there are ways around it from me. There's two other bulls that they're kind of eating breakfast together. You know, like kind of keeping tabs on each other. And 
and I guess I should say for those that, that don't know is that I'm hunting in the unit where I can either get a spike or a cow. So I'm seeing all these bulls and everyone's probably saying, well, why the heck aren't you going after them? <laughs> well, I can't without, I like, probably, I could, if I was trying to get some footage of them, but you know, as far as the hunt goes, I can't. And, uh, so anyways, I make my way down to where I saw the bull at the top of this finger ridge. And, uh, this, I guess you call it a scrape. I don't know. The, 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 this area was like not necessarily tore up, but, uh, it was bare ground, bare, bare earth. And, uh, and then there's a couple good, uh, I guess <laughs> piss spots where they, you know, look like they just stood there and they're just let it, let her flow in three different, three different spots along this ridge here. Then, and so then this, this ridge just smelt like elk. And I thought for sure that I would be getting into something. And uh, so I, I kept the wind in my face, went down a little further, sat down, did some, got a little spot where I could set and do some, some calling and have a couple of shooting lanes, did some, did a, some spike squills and some uh, cow calls. And meanwhile, I haven't heard anything like, you know, I, I'm not hearing cows. I'm not hearing bulls bugle. Um, and I sat there for a while to, to see if something come in. Like I sat there for, you know, more or less took a break <laughs> and, uh, but nothing come in, went down a little further. And then I should add too, as I'm going down, as I came down this ridge, before I got to the top of this little finger ridge, I was crossing a lot of deadfall that I could not see um, because of the quakies are they're growing up enough to where you can't see the deadfall. And I think this was a burn spot at one point in time or not. I don't think I know it was a burn spot. So that's why all the trees were down is because they all got burned and washed out and fell over. So it was kind of a hike to get to where I was, even though it was downhill and it was, it was fairly easy going, but these, all this deadfall didn't make it fun. (laughs) And so I get down there a little bit, drop down a little further. My plan was to go down to the bottom and go around the, this point and then start coming up the other side and kind of, kind of coming out late at night. You know, I was going to find a spot to set and watch and then just come, come out after dark. But then I got looking around me and like, this other ridge as was or other hillside was fairly steep. And I was like, man, if it's, there's that much deadfall on that side and there probably is on the other side. Like, I don't want to come out of this at night. You know, like it's just, it's one thing coming up a steep hill, but throwing on deadfall is not good. So I turned around and started heading back up and I, Oh, and I wanted to notice to make a note too that um you know what elderberries are yeah yeah so i'll go kind of not a rabbit hole but just a sidetracked a little bit and i want to make sure to get out there so these elderberry bushes were like picked over like they seem to be chomping on these elderberry bushes and uh so i like i think that's a little mental note to kind of keep in too as if the elk are running in and out of the area that the elderberry bushes are are uh, picked over like you know not that not the berries but like the branches like the bushes were like you know like you were pruned <laughs> oh okay like you know they weren't 
overgrown anymore. Like they were pruned back from being eaten on. So that was one of the interesting things that I noticed on that ridge too. And the other interesting thing was, uh, these, uh, these quakies, quaking aspen trees, like they're, you know, they weren't very big. They're still growing. And I think they're about an inch and a half in diameter, but like there was a handful of them along the trail that were just like snapped in half. Oh, you know, the warm, but not, not bent over, like, you know, like pushed over, like, you know, three, three and a half, four feet up the, the tree. It was just snapped in half. So, and I go ahead. Well, I think you were going to say, I was going to say, I've ahead. never seen that before, but so the, the, in your mind, was it kind of like, uh, like these big bulls kind of running through there and kind of breaking them off on the side or, or well, what, do you think it was something else? I think they're, 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 I should have looked a little closer to see if I can see some velvet on them, but it was almost like they were, um, sticking their tines on these, um, Oh, and just busting them off, just, like turning their head and like snapping them off, snapping them in half. Okay. 10, four. Okay. That makes sense. That probably makes more sense. You know, cause it's, you know, it wasn't like they were pushed over, like they were still vertical. They're just three, three and a half, four feet up. They were just like snapped in half <laughs> and it wasn't like they were bent in half you know like bowed it was literally a, just a snapped break. yeah huh. but so that was fun that was in like i've never been in i've seen areas where elk have been but i've never really been in an area that like had us had that much activity yeah that's kind of amazing so I'm not a hundred percent sure if you covered it, but it's kind of the hot take of um, kind of why you chose that spot and how you chose that spot uh, as far as uh, the terrain and, and the fact that there wasn't like any, I'm trying to hand it off to you, but I'll just say it like the, the fact of uh, not much hunting pressure and why you chose to go that yeah. way. So like I I don't know I didn't know what the hunting pressure would be like I just chose it because it was a north uh, north facing slope and there was a finger ridge down in there that was not steep. Okay, so that was the biggest reason why. Correct. Oh, okay. But now, but on your way out there though, and the other hunters that were in the area, they were all hitting the south. Oh, correct. Yeah. When I, so I got there. So I end up end up not getting out, out to the spot till like five four thirty five and I still needed to get get into my hunting clothes, get changed and then take off. And as I was doing so getting set up, there was like people pulling up in their uh, side by sides in their four wheelers and they were parking on the other side of the road from me, but they were they were all headed on to the south side. Like it, I was trying to remember how many people there was but like, it was, you know, like, I think it was one group of four wheelers and a side by side. And there's already one four wheeler parked there when I got there. And, uh, but they, they seemed to have all just taken off to the South side. I, I haven't gotten on Google or on Onyx to look to see maybe what they were heading towards, but yeah, like there was nobody back where I was and it wasn't that hard of a hike from the truck. <laughs> so, you know, watch those areas of close to the truck, but North facing and little saddles or little flat areas on a finger ridge where elk 
would like to be. And that seems like they liked it. Yeah. And, and it was a new burn. I will say it was not a new burn, but it was a burn that happened probably four or five years ago. And there was a lot of kind of looked like fresh grass too. You know, like the grass wasn't tall, wasn't overgrown. It was fairly short. So it was probably kind of tender to eat. But you, but you also said that there was a lot of, um, quakies and stuff laid over and and so so i guess kind of what i was getting at with all that is because i kind of feel like that might have been what deterred the other hunters from going that way is all the laid down you know the heart if they they knew it was gonna yeah they knew it was gonna be a hard area correct it would be a hard area to to get into and to pull something out like you know it wasn't like oh look there's a deadfall I'm going to walk around it. It was, you, you had to navigate your way around like everything either around it, jump over it, step over it, set down and shimmy over it or, <laughs> or something, you know, like it, it was work to get down there and work to get out. Even though it was flat, it was still a little work. Yeah. Or flat, flatter, I guess. Right. Like some of the areas on the, the clear cut, not clear cut, but the, the meadows that I walked along in that finger ridge, like I was trying to, I still had to navigate those clear cut, the clear, clear meadows because there's still deadfall in them. Right. Right. But it's kind of a, it's kind of a point that we've been noticing a little bit is, um, well, and I guess that's kind of the point of this too, is it wasn't really that far away from the road. You know, me and Joe, we, we always tried to, uh, we've been, we've every year, really, we, we try to go at least a mile away from the road and if not deeper, um, you know, and, and like, that was always our tactic, but, but kind of what Joe's saying is it wasn't really that far away from the main road there. Well, main back road, I guess you could say, right. right? Yeah, It was, yeah. it was a back road off the main, it was a back road off the main back road. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, there might be some caveats there of, of, you know, maybe, maybe it's not quite a main road, but still a lot more traffic up there. And, but they weren't that, but those elk weren't that far off the road is kind of the whole point to that is right. Just a little rougher terrain to walk through. So the pressure was a little different and, and, um, and but, you know, I, I would too go in there and go after them, but I wouldn't be going in there after them unless the elk were bugling. Just right. because it's you know like I I don't want to be running around all that deadfall. <laughs> yeah, having if trying to call them where I'm at to make it happen. Just call them up to your truck. Exactly. <laughs> Works every time. It does. What is that? How does that go? Works every time, sixty percent of the time, something like <laughs> that. <laughs> Works every time, seventy five percent of the time. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah yeah but it's just interesting though like that's kind of what uh i'm kind of so i say that about how it wasn't that far off the road but i'm also a proponent of being off the road because the activity that we've seen this year especially i mean that it's been a good year for us so far and, and knock on wood, you know, it stays that way, but, um, but getting, cause that was something to take note of. We talked about earlier a little bit is, uh, 
is when I went hunting with Joe, uh, how many people were kind of up on the road? We, I mean, there wasn't a lot, but we barely saw anybody out on the, out in the, out in the deep woods or the, the meadow or the, the canyons and stuff. We didn't really see anybody. And as soon as we walked up where the road was, there's some side-by-sides and, and, uh, four wheelers. And, and then there was other traffic on the way out coming on down in point is, 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 uh, it was just kind of funny. Cause, cause, uh, it was just kind of something to take note of that a lot of people don't really, I mean, they kind of stay closer to the road, if you will. And uh, so to get away from the road a little ways is, is pretty beneficial for, for you. Right. Well, that's so like, that's <laughs> exactly. And I do feel like I'm talking out of both sides of my mouth a little bit. Cause I'm trying to take one instance and then compare it with your instance. I'll, I'll just throw that out there. Right. And like, and like, I was going to, you know, like wanting to say too, is, is elk don't like people. Really? Yeah, you know, I I don't know if you knew that, but it's it's a hundred percent true, hundred percent of the time. <laughs> well, I guess unless you live in wherever it is there in Colorado, where they just uh, go through. Is it a states Colorado where they just wander through the through the town? Oh yeah, there's there's some areas. I was thinking more like a Yellowstone is probably right. more more identifiable for people to where the elk will just hang out right by the the lodge, but typically elk don't don't like people so and you know so you want to be a little bit further away so they're going to be places where people aren't going to be like just you know that cow elk that we had last week like the wind changed and i don't think the wind changed for very long and she was gone uh-huh he didn't wait around to see what we were so nope she got a whiff of us got a whiff of my my uh of your panther uh, old spice oh my pan yeah my panther cologne yeah <laughs> so you d- you knew what i was referencing yeah uh, okay okay <laughs> yeah my panther cologne that works 100 percent of the time or every time at least 60 percent of the time i know we're saying it wrong but right <laughs> to those that are listening if you get the reference you'll probably laugh a little bit uh but yeah, so, but they're going to be where they're going to be, <laughs> where they don't feel the pressure and they're going to, they're going to be waiting for you to make, for kind of maybe for you to make the, the move. So you got to be on your guard, even if you are close to the road, you know, it's not just because you're close to the road, you're going to see them any easier. They're still going to be on alert, but yeah, you know, I was watching a, a meat eater might've been on YouTube. It doesn't really matter, but it was a meat eater uh, video. And, uh, and Giannis brought up the fact that those, the elk have 18 inch noses, you know, which I don't know really that long, but you know, they, they got those long noses and, you know, they could just smell you so fast, so quick, you know, and, and uh, kind of sticks in my brain a little bit, you know, that 18 inch nose. Yeah. I think he said 18 inch. I don't know. That's what I'm sticking with. But um, the point is, is, is just, they have those long noses that can just identify you so quickly. And that's what happened to me and Joe. And uh, I mean, I think we said it last week, but at the end of the day, I'm kind of glad that we got winded. But um, w- besides the fact, I mean, it was a fun experience. It was the whole thing, but 
but uh, I guess it was, yeah, yeah, I guess it was still last week, two weekends ago after this comes out. But anyway, um, yeah, it was just a, a crazy experience, but that's something that's been rattling in my brain is how, you know, they just have those big noses and that's what they do. You know, that's their, that's their right. main sense is using that nose. So just right. something to be, to kind of consider when you're out there. And it, I mean, it's hard. I mean, especially like for us, when we were up in the trees, that wind was in our favor and we walked down in that, we started to uh, put a stock on that elk and, and uh, that wind swirled just one. I, I mean, it seems like it might've swirled just once or twice and, and she was gone. I mean, just did yeah. not mess around at all. So. Right. Didn't even see us just took off, man. She doesn't have to see us with, you know, those elk don't have to see you with their eyes. They just have to smell you and they're gone. Right. So. Yeah. It was definitely a big learning lesson. Like made me, made me realize how important the wind is that, that that was a pretty big lesson. Make me reconsider some of my moves. Right. Well, that's like how many times I don't know that like, you know, I go to take off and uh, I just, you know, I was like, oh, I want to go from point A to point B, um, and I'm going. Mm-hmm. And you know, like some people, are like, oh, I, if the wind's not blowing the way I want it to, I don't, I don't do it. And I'm always like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> right. I want to hit this point. Yeah. Yeah. That's my but, biggest problem. But now it's kind of like, okay, maybe, you know, really paying attention to which way the wind. So I mean, you know, if you pay attention to which way the wind's blowing. And then you just kind of, you got to mark that area off as a huntable zone. You kind of just blew that area wherever, the, whichever direction the wind is. So, you know, maybe it could help you maybe decide where to hunt. Like, okay, I'm going to go past this zone. I know I'm blowing it out with my scent, but I'm going to get to this other area and I'm not going to pay attention to my backside really. I mean, it's not to say to, not to, but. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I was going to ask you a question. It's kind of a little off the wall, but, um, or off the cuff, if you will. Uh, after, after I left, uh, that the other weekend and you went back down in that area, you went back down to cut or no, you went over on another Ridge though. Right. Like where we saw the, the cow. Right. Yeah. I kind of, I went around a little bit. Well, I dropped actually you talking about, uh, sunday night after you yeah, left i think so yeah yeah sunday night i went on on the other side yeah my my question is though is is did you try to uh glass up those those uh bucks again i was going to but i, I was sitting in a spot where i couldn't <laughs> oh okay okay yeah i was gonna i think i was gonna ask you last week and i completely forgot but it just popped in my head this week so yeah i kind of want to like <laughs> when the season's over run back up there to see if i can see them yeah definitely they were nice man yeah they were I, you, you should try to get like your best picture or something put it on the old insta yeah i will i will i got i thought i had them on but i, I got them shared to a google drive and i thought i downloaded them onto my phone but i didn't gotcha but i'll gotcha. do that because they're not the greatest pictures but if you can get through the graininess of the pictures and you'll see <laughs> they're they're two good bucks i've i don't know that i've ever really in the wild have taken pictures myself of the that 
size of bucks. Oh, they they were both monsters. I mean, anybody'd be tickled to take those out. <laughs> yep. So, I know I would be. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> for sure. Um well, here's another thing kind of off the cuff, but since we're uh we forgot to bring it up last week and so I'll bring it up. Uh what okay. one thing me and Joe kind of we're talking about and realized when we were hiking is, uh, is we, you know, we, we didn't think we were that bad out of shape, but it definitely, our, our fitness level definitely played a role. And so we kind of made a little friendly, well, I don't know, gentleman's bed or whatnot. I mean, it's, we didn't even bet money to be, if we're being completely honest, but our goal is, our goal is, is that we're challenged. I guess a challenge more than anything. Yeah. Uh, we're challenging each other to, to lose about 30 pounds by next year. Um, which I mean, 30 pounds by next year would, should go pretty easy. But the, the problem is, 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 uh, is staying motivated to do it. So I'm putting it on the podcast, kind of putting it out there on the airwaves to make us, uh, responsible to get her done. So, right. Um, and I, I don't know if you want to talk about that a little deeper, like what, like well, some of your thoughts to it or. And well, like some of that came through too, is uh, it, if you've been following our, our podcast that so we've talked about getting in shape and kind of some of our goals, I guess, if you will, of what we want to do at some point in our lives as, as far as marathons and five K's and whatnot. And as far and health as well. But as you know, and we were talking too, and, uh, you know, both of us are 200 plus some. <laughs> <laughs> That's a really nice, way, nice, polite way to say that, Joe. And so, uh, <laughs> and, and I say that because like, you know, we, we talk about wanting to pack elk out and, we, you know, it kind of stemmed from the fact that like, you know, here we are setting 200 pounds plus on, on the hoof. And, uh, we want to throw on a 40 pound pack and, and pack that out. You know, like now, now we're really maybe close pushing 300 pounds on the hoof. Yeah. <laughs> and, and so, uh, if we can drop down that weight and, you know, get down closer around the 200 or under margin, then, you know, that's in a, in a way, if you think about it, that's 80 pounds of meat that you can be packing out. Yeah. Not to say I'm really going to throw on an 80 pound pack and pack, you know, that maybe it, maybe it will happen. I won't say it won't, but how much nicer will that be to come out of the woods? Just, you know, a few pounds lighter, especially if, if I got us back someplace in deadfall, um, down a steep hill, deadfall country. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. So, and then I think too is, uh, just being, we want to be healthier. And so I think by doing this is it's going to help us to receive, to go down the road, to, to be healthier and, and be better, better hunters. Yeah. Yeah. And better people in general, healthier people. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's just kind of, kind of at that point where it's just, just got to get her done and challenge ourselves and putting it out here on the airwaves to get it done. So, so yeah, we'll probably like, as we get going and, you know, I think hunt season, we might lose a few pounds automatically just because it's hunt season and we're walking everywhere. But, but for the style of hunt that we do, I mean, we really, 
it's in our best interest to to be in the best shape as we can. And we probably, I think we, we both have kind of negated that over the years and, and it's kind of caught up to us as we've gotten older, if you will, speaking for myself, but Joe can say yes or no. I mean, I don't want to speak for the guy, but I concur, <laughs> but um, yeah. So, so yeah, I'm just excited to do it. Excited to, to, uh, to challenge, to, you know, meet the, meet the challenge. And, and I, like you said, man, I think it'll be better everywhere. I mean, we'll be able to cover more ground in a day, you know, without getting tired and, and uh, have more energy. And, and I think it'll just make us better all the way around better hunters and, and everything else. So, uh, so yeah, I think it'll, I'm pretty excited to, to do the challenge. Um, there's something else that I was going to throw in there and kind of forgot it with all my other rambling, <laughs> but, uh, well, as you're going to kind of just, I just wanted to make sure I get out my takeaways too. And, uh, before, you know, just as a reminder of what, I, you know, those North, North facing slopes, those little finger finger ridges coming down off of them, especially not that aren't so quite so steep. And like I said, they'll be watching for elderberry bushes being pruned pretty good. Yep. Um, you know, kind of help you know how, how heavy they are in the area. And uh, yeah, just, just, you know, and you don't have to be far from the road. I, we talked about it. I think a couple of podcasts ago about an article we read, I think we talked about it. I know I read, we, both read an article and I don't know that we really anyways you don't have to be far from the road to find them you just got to find the pocket where they want to be yep yeah and we're I mean that's the thing is we're finding it to be pretty true and and uh so it's good you know we're just our style of podcast is kind of storytelling and I mean I think that's kind of where we've found ourselves as more storytellers and stuff but we also like to throw out some hot tips and and just tell the story of what we're finding in, in real time and, and how we're figuring it out. So, yeah. I think that's all I got. What about you, Joe? Yeah, that's all I got. Let's keep it. Yeah. Let's get out of here on a high note. (laughs) Okay. Sounds good. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, uh, if that's all you got, I'll get us out of here and guys again, uh, thanks for the support. Thanks for the comments. Thanks for the subscribes, subscribes. Thanks for the likes. Um, really appreciate it. You know, like I said earlier, from the bottom of our hearts, we really appreciate it. Thank you guys. Uh, with that said, until next week, hopefully we got some awesome stories for you guys. To make sure you tune back in. Have a good one. We'll talk to you later. We're out. Bye.